Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Pockets Full of Soup. I'm your host, Jared Petty. I'm joined today by the handsome, the debonair, the suave, the intelligent, the charismatic. What's your name again? Alfredo. Alfredo Diaz. Diaz. That's right. Hi, Alfredo. Welcome. What's up, Jared, baby girl? How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. I uh, I have here. Uh, have it's a it's a lovely Saturday afternoon. The sun is shining. The birds mm-hmm. are singing, and I'm here with a just a stupendously lovable man. It's it's uh, a it's a lovely day. Speaking of like my name, everyone's been tweeting uh, at me about the first episode, of Luke Cage. Yeah. Apparently, he meets some young guy and he's like, oh. Is, is your name Alfredo Diaz? Because that guy left me when I was a kid. And I was like, apparently Marvel thinks I'm a deadbeat dad. Thanks, well, Marvel. I mean, is there anything you need to confess to now? Nope. <laughs> Do you have children. any pro- progeny out there? Nope. No children you know of? Not yet. Okay, there we go. So not yet. You want to have kids? Yeah, definitely. Yeah? Hell yeah. You like kids? A little, you're a little man, you know, on my side. Yeah? How many? Uh, I'm, I'm saying two. Yeah? If I'm feeling real frisky, we'll adopt a third one. Oh, real? frisky. Yeah. Okay. So I'm feeling like, all right, I got a handle on the on the wife and the kids, you know, and I so want more. Or maybe there's two girls and I want a boy. Maybe there's two boys and I want a girl. Or maybe I just want more kids, mm-hmm. you know, then we'll adopt a third one. Okay. Well, first off, I know Jackie, and I'm pretty sure you're never getting a handle on her. Uh, if anything, this she's got the- a handle on you. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how that works. There is no taming that Russian uh, bear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's so, for damn sure so you'd like to have three, uh, do you like kids then uh i do mm-hmm. yeah. yeah they're fun oh, i was pleasant yeah kids can be remarkably pleasant i i genuinely uh, uh like other people's kids uh especially mm. because then when you're done with the fun part like, tired, yeah. they get to go back and you're like yeah all right i think it's back. just pretty interesting being able to like influence and shape someone's life yeah i, I think that's gonna be pretty rewarding or, and challenging, too, at the same time, let's be honest. What's the most terrifying thing about fatherhood for you? Uh, if it's a girl, high school. Yeah? Yeah. Why, why high school? I uh, know. I know how it gets in high school. You want to go out, you want to hang out, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, now, that worries you if it's a girl, but not a boy? I mean, it's a boy. One of those things where, like, look here, little man. All right, you're going to have to calm down. You uh-huh. got to focus. If it's a girl, it's like, all right, I know how them boys be. Oh, you know? my. I know how them oh, boys be. I, like, did, I did not see you. As, go, I, I, I've never to. envisioned you as the as the, as the the protective uh, the protective father. That's oh, I'll not protect, an image I'll, of you I'll protect my own. But you feel I, like you're going to be more protective of, of a daughter sexually than a son? Definitely. That's interesting. Oh, for sure. That's a, oh, that's a... Yeah. There, we'll there, is we'll a there is a can of worms <laughs> that you have just unscrewed right there. Uh, that That's, that's a... Uh, for more on that, see the phone. No, um, <laughs> but it's going to be a give and take system, right? Yeah. I, I feel like for me, it's going to be one. Of, I mean, Jackie and I discussed this. Like, if we're to, you know, take that step and get into the whole parenting situation, it'd be like a give and take, right? So it's like, all right, you want to go out, you want to, you want to do what you want to do, you want to stay out late, that's fine, but bring home the grades. You know, what I'm bring saying? home the grades. Bring the grades home the important. grades. You know? Yeah, my dad really only had one rule for me growing up, uh, and that was, don't make me come pick you up in jail. Um, mm, that's that a good was, rule that was the rule that's don't a make, good that's a good one that was the the main rule is like don't make me come get you in jail uh and that never happened so i uh only time i ever ended up in in uh, police custody was was many years later so that uh i guess he succeeded in that part yeah, yeah. i mean the you know officers can be pretty forgiving oh they, they for the, sure the policemen. i remember turn- doing donuts in a parking lot 
I might and then getting pulled over and getting the warning and everything like that. And I was I like, whoo, never again. Might have been caught in Epcot Center at two o'clock in the morning. Um, I might have gotten to ride in the Disney paddy wagon. Do you know Disney has a paddy wagon? <laughs> no, uh, they do. I mean, it doesn't surprise me though. It's not security either. They're cops. It's real cops. Uh, it's it's an interesting, weird huh. thing. That's another story. Though. All right. So <laughs> let's go ahead instead and let's talk about that first question that it's always the same until I decide to change it. Freda, tell me about somebody you're thankful for. So I, I realize a lot of people talk about their fathers. And I have a dark, I have a dark past with my father. Oh, a pretty, pretty dark, deep past with him, which I'm totally down to go dive right into. Or, or do you want to go into who I'm grateful for? Well, why don't we go to who you're grateful for? We'll start there. I, 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 I I'm in. When you said that, I, I'm intrigued by it. Um, actually, uh, because. The focus, uh, at least of the first question, you're thankful for, but I don't want you to hesitate to talk about the honest parts of life. Uh, we talk a lot about positivity here, but positivity without the context of negativity is just saccharine. I mean, mm-hmm. we have to be able to talk sure. about the way right life really is. So I never want anybody to hesitate to talk about the, the harder parts of life. But let's start today with that person that you've decided to pick out and uh, identify as somebody you're especially thankful for today. So that person, as a lot of you know already... His name is Tim Geddes. Tim Geddes. My best friend of over 10 years. Tim Geddes is your best friend? Yep. Okay, so yep. does that mean, is, what's Kevin, chopped liver? Kevin, you know, he breaks things. So I feel like <laughs> I feel like he can only get so high on the best friend tier before just like. What does he break? What if yours is Kevin everything. broken? The thing is like, Kevin is so helpful, but then it gets to the point where it's like, 25% of that helpfulness is because he broke it in the first place. No, wait, the way you're describing Kevin, like broke, like broke something in life, like bro- well, broke a relationship or no, like broke a, or no, like broke a, a printer. Just like Kevin's you know? like, oh, you have a 60 hertz monitor. You can do it at 144. Let's get, let's, let's figure out how to do it. And all of a sudden the monitor doesn't turn on. It's like, Kevin, what'd you do to the Smoke monitor? Smoke coming out like, of it. What's that? happening here? Why is there a fire in my house? <laughs> Did that happen? Has Kevin ever set your house on fire? No, but I feel like he's very much capable of doing so. Yeah. But then like, I'll get something really cool out of it at the same time. You know what I mean? Like maybe like I'll get some really awesome ass like cable management going on with like a, a home th- system theater or something like that. But then the house will be on fire. So it's like a give so and take. So it's kind of a trade off. Yeah. yeah. So the way you're describing Kevin right now, I'm kind of imagining like the music that plays when the Ewoks appear and her that's like do do do. Yeah, that's about it. Like that happy little thing. Yeah. He's very much an Ewok. Okay, like but, so what about? But you say, but but in this this these lifelong friendships, these long friendships here. Yep. Uh, Tim is the person you're most thankful for. Tim Geddes. Uh, if people aren't familiar with Tim, this is Tim Geddes, formerly of IGN, now of Kind of Funny. Yes, sir. Uh, a, a successful businessman, entrepreneur, uh, host. It's very uh, true. The uh, whole shebang. The whole shebang. This is um, very true. Why Tim? I mean, we'll we'll, we'll get we'll get into the the other half, but like for, for the most part, I grew up without dad. Okay. Right. Not that. Tim is my father figure. No, it's just Tim was always someone, you know, that I connected with who we had very similar interests. But for the most part, like growing up, you know, in high school and then college and everything, he always just kept it real with me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was just I would go, you know, he's my best friend. So I talked to him about any type of situation. But he was always like, hey, you're fucking up right now. Like you are in the wrong. You are. It's this is your bad. And that's just something that. Personally, like, I always needed in my life, mm-hmm. you know, not someone that's like, ah, I mean, like, it's not that bad. Maybe, I mean, you know, you, you know, there's right and wrong, but, you know, you'll give it to me straight. All right. Now, you've twice in, in the course of the last few mention, minutes uh, in the context of Tim mentioned your father and that not being a good 
relationship. Let's mm-hmm. let's go there because it sounds okay. like it's important to the story. Yeah. Um, you, you and your dad's relationship is not what you wish it were. No, no. Uh, I mean, I was always one of those kids. Like I was always into sports or whatever, and I was always trying to get my father's attention when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And all I ever really wanted was just, you know, I don't know. Middle school is a closing picture. I just wanted to just be the catcher, right, and just have those moments where I'm like, I'm, you know. Those iconic moments of me just throwing the ball with my dad or whatever. And the, I the never... Kevin Costner to, to exactly. you know, Field of Dreams moment? <laughs> yes, my Field of Dreams moment. But it was just never there. I mean, you know, my dad and my mom, they uh, met when they were, like, really young. My mom was, like, 21. My dad was, like, 18. They had me. Um, my dad wasn't really around. My mom was working two jobs. My grandma raised me. Your grandmother raised you. My grandmother did raise me. Your dad, you say he wasn't around. Did he leave? Was he just not present in the house often? I mean, honestly, it's just too. It's just a lot of responsibility, and it, I just don't think that he handled it very well, mm-hmm. to be honest. And then eventually, he did come back, and and uh, him and my mom, you know, try to make this whole family. And you know, they mm-hmm. had two more kids, and my younger bro- my younger sister, and my younger brother. And they moved out to Anaheim, and, you know, they were just like, all right, let's just – because my grandma did not like my father at all whatsoever. Mm-hmm. At one point in time, he, like, broke into the house and, like, tried to kidnap me away to, you know, to spend time with me. And you know, I, I don't a, really want to completely gloss over that one because that, that's <laughs> that's kind of like – and then there was that time that my dad tried to kidnap me. And then maybe just without I, – I don't want to raise – painful details for you but oh, can you no, provide some I, context for i've that? come to live with all this no uh i mean i was really really young a baby probably around like one or two years old and i guess i don't know what came over my dad but i guess he decided that he wanted to see me spend time with me right and so he uh broke into my grandma's house <laughs> and your grandma had made it clear he wasn't welcome there at that point yeah yeah i mean was when... he legally barred from seeing you at that point no i don't believe so okay but you know he did snatch me up and uh you know took me to you know my grandma's house on his side of the family, and that's that's all I remember. Uh, do you know if I mean did your grandma come in and find you missing? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, if he came in and snatched me, so you know, baby would go. So missing. did like did somebody call like my baby is missing? I mean, was yeah, there a, you know, oh, there's oh the whole like, calling of the cops and then like you know communicating wow. with uh, each other trying to figure out. Yeah, and you were all, too small to remember all. I this, was too small to remember the details, but then eventually my mother and my father decided to you know make things work. They had another. Two more children, okay. younger brother, younger sister. Later on. And then, of course, since my grandma didn't really like my father, they were like, hey, like, let's get away from this you know, yeah. household and let's move to Anaheim. Let's do our own thing there. That didn't work out for them. You know, uh, <laughs> my father kind of drove my mother to the point of uh, her trying to run him over with the car. Yeah, I know. It's pretty interesting. Right? Your mother We lived did... in a cul-de-sac. I had a golden retriever. I went to Walt Disney Elementary School, and like Disneyland was like 10 minutes away. I saw the fireworks every Again, night. Again, I, <laughs> I know we're far from Tim here, but, 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 that, but you but just that... said my mother tried to run over my father with a car. Yeah. Like, was this like in a fit of rage? What happened? Yeah, fit of rage. I mean, my dad was just not a trustworthy, faithful man. And she was there a moment where he was in a road and she was in a car and, and it all clicked or, or? It, it's just one of those things that she was coming home and then she was just fed up with it. And I mean, she's a Filipino woman, so they get Filipinos get very emotional being around them all my life. I, I did not know that. Uh, and so she decided to put the pedal to the metal. <laughs> and and he was outside him. in the driveway. Or yeah. Something? Yeah. Didn't, uh, did, did not she strike him. Did not uh, connect with the okay. car. So that's connect with the house. No, no. Okay. So you know that's that's good. There's okay. no like major so damages or anything. We can de- we can determine at this point that that 
the relationship in the house dynamic to say the least mm-hmm. things not not how you would necessarily like them to be no and not at all. your father not a presence in your life like you would want him to be mm-hmm. and then you have described him as somebody that is analogous in your life larger to a father figure how'd you meet tim so that story's been told a couple times but i remember uh it was you know start of high school it was a uh, history class and so you know young freshman me i walk in and i'm like okay first things first who are the chicks in the class? Like, who are the who are the ladies? I got you. Got to distinguish who's the you know the are you tiers. Just, are you walking in as a player? No, I'm walking in as just a, a young male, a, a young, young freshman male. You're so, just walking in like, hello, ladies. Like, I'm available. That's that's you know. I walked in. And the second thing I was like, all right, who's my competition? So I look around. I'm like, it's that dude in the corner. He's tall, and I was like. He has uh, spiked hair with, like, bleach tips and, like, a giant white hoodie with Japanese calligraphy on it. And But he's white. So I was like, I don't know. Maybe he has style. I don't know. But I saw him as competition, and that was Tim at the time. She walked into the classroom, and the first thing I thought was, hello, ladies. And yep. the thing you thought is, I got your number. Yeah, I'm like, that guy right there, he's competition. Oh, how did that work out? So we actually we sat next to each other. And uh-huh. we didn't talk for, I don't know, a week. So it's just, Did you just avoid talking to him because he was competition? Uh, I mean, there's just no reason to. Did you know he I mean? view you as competition? I don't know how Tim viewed me. You never asked him this? Like, what he thought of you before you guys talked? I don't really think he thought much of me. No? I think it was one of those things where we just both sat there. Like, like you right. weren't worth the trouble to think about? I, I don't know about that. I just don't think Tim... Th- thought that way okay you know he, he didn't walk into a room and go hey ladies there's, the <laughs> there's that guy but i'm available but um what well, how does tim look at uh, look at a room when he walks in how is how does freshman tim when he walks into a uh, a classroom what's he think he's thinking oh man i mean he definitely was very much into i mean this is us being young uh young males but we do dumb was, things when we're young. he was very much into uh, small asian chicks so that probably crossed his mind to see if there was any small Asian chicks in the room. So this is so Tim's perspective on things. So both of you, pretty you <laughs> we're s- young, you sound like pretty horrible time. people. Uh, at no, this point in your life. I mean it's just anyone in high school. You're gonna go and you're like, who's gonna be my friend? Who like who's good looking? Who's like you know who's the quiet one? You start classifying people, putting people into categories. You're young, you don't know. What you're do you doing. feel like? Do you feel like? Um, uh, that that kind of uh, you talk about classification or, or clickishness. Like, do you feel like that that's something that's you learn or something that you kind of enforce in your own mind? Or how do you think that happens? I just think you kind of get a taste of that in middle school, mm-hmm. right? I know in elementary, you're kind of just running around, you have your friends, but then middle school, that school, that's when you start to get clicky and you start to get like real close friends, and then mm-hmm. that eventually transitions into high school. Where you're just okay. like, all right. But um, going back to the story, yeah, Tim and I, we, you know. We didn't talk for a couple of weeks until one day we, we sit next to each other. We're on the second floor. There was a window behind us. Mm-hmm. One day we're sitting there, teachers teaching, everyone's learning. A different history teacher comes in, right? Comes in through the front door, walks, you know, across the class, down our aisle, up to us, past us, and out the window. And we looked at each other. Are you in a first floor window? Second floor. A second floor second window. Second floor window. And no one really noticed. No one really said anything. Wait, so no we, one noticed? So we sat there, like, looking at each other, like, did this really just happen? Did we just witness our teacher, uh, you know, another history teacher committing suicide? 
is had you in fact witnessed him committing suicide? No, he was just a really quirky teacher to begin with. You know, really like weird, outgoing personality. He was locked out of his classroom, so he decided to scale the side of the building to get back into class via the window that was open. This made more sense to him than finding the custodian and asking for the spare key. I guess it did. That's a little weird, man. I guess it did. So you and Tim both witnessed this debacle. This is this what we brings did. you together? So that's when we, you know, at that point we started having a little bit of ch- chitter chatter here and there. We're like, all right, you know, like that was the icebreaker for us. But what really like started this whole friendship was I was, for some weird reason, like I I was really into Halo during the time. Like that's that was during the time where I started becoming. Uh, an FPS player, mm-hmm. and that's you know who I am today. Right, you're a professional game player. That's what uh, you do. I mean, you play I, video games for I, a living. I, yeah, I do play video games yeah. for a living. Yeah. But um, I remember I had this DVD of a Halo tournament, and I used to watch it all the time. And for some reason, I thought it was really cool to bring it into class and like keep it on my desk. Uh-huh. So Tim leans over and he goes, "Oh, so you play Halo?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Oh, all right." Like my my be- my best friend, like Curran. Um, we, you know, he's talked about him a lot, and Curran's actually a really good friend of mine as well. We've been friends for just as long as Tim and I have been friends. He goes, "Yeah, my friend Curran, he plays Halo Two, and he's really good. Like, you guys should like, you know, you guys should like meet each other. You guys yeah. should talk and hang out." So, anyways, Tim, you know, sets this up. You know, I I go, I meet them. You know, it's all three of us standing there. It's kind of awkward. It's kind of quiet. Nothing's really happening. And then I just look at him. I look at Curran. I just go. So, what gun do you use? And he just goes, sniper rifle. And I just look back and I'm like, I used the pistol, man. And then we just, for some reason, we thought we were so badass. And that, this, like, is, this is how you identify. You're like, sniper <laughs> rifle, pistol. I was looking down and I'm like, you use a sniper rifle? Like, I use the pistol. It's good in all situations, all right? Like, I'll get up close and I'll wreck Did you. Did he have a counterpoint with that? Uh, I mean, he was just good. I remember eventually a couple, no, later... I think it was later that year because Curran always had a land party where everyone always went to his house right. and we gamed it up for three days. I think it was the year after we decided to find out who was the best Halo player. Okay. It was a 1v1 match on Hang'em High. Okay. It took three and a half hours to get to 25 kills. Who won? I won by one. By one. By one Three and a half hours. Did that somehow make the victory all the sweeter? It did. Yeah. Yeah, it really did. Yeah, but it also being by one, it also like... made sense. I was like, you know, we always stuck us on opposite teams. We we're always dueling it out. You already got a feeling that all right, this is gonna be a brawl. It's yeah. not gonna be a quick, you know, one and done. This is a marathon here. That's how it's gonna happen. Yeah. Would you describe? So that happens, and mm-hmm. suddenly drawn together by a mutual interest. Yep. You and Tim and yeah. Curran become yep. friends, but Tim. Uh, you're, you're both freshmen, the same age? Yeah, or is, okay. that's when we started off as freshmen. All right, so you're both freshmen. Tim, you say, quickly begins to fill a place in your life yeah. uh, that you felt like might have been empty. You didn't feel like you had anybody to look you in the eye and say, you got to change this. This is wrong. Yeah. Or, think or just about someone this to way. really lean on. So let's let's start with that first one, because when you started the show, you gave an example. You said, somebody to get in my face. What's an example of a time that Tim took you down in a way that ended up really helping you i mean just kind of when it came down to my education yeah to be honest with it got to the point where he was noticing like hey you're not coming to school like what is happening here what's going on and it was one of those things i was like well you know this is going on you know with my family and that and he was like that's not an excuse you just got to do it man like you just this is important you just got to get it done you know and i 
I just admire that about him, that he's always just upfront. Why did you listen to him? Why did the words have authority to you? I, it's just one of those things where like, I didn't really have anyone who stuck around in my life for that long mm-hmm. during that time. And here's someone that was a constant, you mm-hmm. know? And it just kind of took me by surprise because all my life it's just kind of like, all right. Like I was very pampered by yeah. my grandmother and my mom to some degree. And it was just one of those things like, whoa, it was a little bit of a shocker. Like this guy is telling me like, you know, I'm giving out these excuses and he's not eating it up, right? Mm-hmm. He's sitting here saying like, well, that's, you know, tough luck, like get shit done. Dude. You're not used to somebody talking to you like that? Had anybody yeah. ever talked to you like that before? No, not really. And, you know, that's one of those things where like you expect at least, I don't know, one of the two parents in your, you know, in, in your childhood growing up would be that like firm, you know, kind of like, you know right arm in the, in the relationship, mm-hmm. right hook, but, like, I just didn't have that. Why do you think you reacted positively to it? Uh, was it because of the trust that it built, because of the constant presence? I mean, somebody looks you in the eye and tells you, that's not good enough. I mean, people could have a couple of responses. They could respond with, wow, there's really something there, or they could respond with, well, screw you. Why did you choose the first one? I think it was just one of those things that, I mean, I already knew the answer in my head, right? I already knew uh-huh. that I was spewing out just bullshit. So at that point, like, to see someone just be real with me, and I was like, yeah, you know, you're right. So Tim was telling you the truth, and yeah. you recognized the truth. Yeah, it was one of the things, like, I already knew it, and there's someone telling me, you know, from a different point of view. And so it's just one of those things that that kept happening, like, throughout high school, right, where mm-hmm. it came with any kind of situation, whether it be a relationship or just home stuff. And even to this very day, like, one of the things I like about Tim is just that, like, for Jackie and I, our relationship, right, I can go to him and be like, yo, like, this is happening. It's like, well, what's her side of it, right? Well, that was a really good Tim well, by the way. Yeah. That was a very good yeah. Tim. He kind of does that, whoa, well, like that. That's really good. <laughs> yeah, that's really definitely. good. And he says, what's her side of it? He advocates for the Yeah, he advocates for both. And the thing is, it's like, even though he's my best friend, right, he understands how important Jackie means to me. So, like, he understands that, like, he has to be that in-between, right? Mm. And I think it's very difficult for anybody to do that, right? To just kind of stay in between as opposed to, oh, well, you know, I grew up with this guy, so, yeah. you know. And I think that's that's rare to find. And he's just been a presence like this. Has he, and it's, has he ever left? I mean, have you guys just pretty much been in continual contact since well, the day your teacher jumped out a second story window? I mean, it's just one of those things where, I mean, over the past 10 years, there has been times where, you know, we don't talk that much for like a year or so. But that's hmm. never, ever been a, like, you know, a problem in our relationship. Mm-hmm. I remember we just kind of always, whenever we hang out, whenever we talk, it's always like, all right, you know, back to doing whatever we're doing. Because it's just one of those things that, like, Tim and I, we're just the kind of people that we don't need to constantly be talking to each other all the time. And we understand, like, you know, me doing this thing or doing our thing. But, like, we miss each other. Mm-hmm. That type of thing. It's the bromance of it all. When's the last time you saw him? Uh, a couple months ago. I mean, he's been he's been really, like, busy with the kind of funny stuff. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, like, for me, being a full-time Twitch streamer, every time I take a break from you know streaming or taking a day off it's always like hmm this is me like not building my community and not keeping things consistent and whatnot that must be a pretty tremendous stress uh i mean it's not stressful because at the end of the day it's like i love playing video games Mm -hmm. right and i love you know for me it's just like i get to hang out with you know the love of my life jackie yeah. And my best friends, you know, from the internet. Oh, I didn't like mean that the that job internet. is intrinsically stressful in what you do day to day, but walking away for a day and feeling like you're 
missing an opportunity that that, it, that strikes me as something maybe not yeah I don't no put words no in your it mouth totally and like it, it totally can be like yesterday i wanted to go to um a hip-hop concert with tim and his brother and it was like uh cunning linguist was the name of the rap group and like we have been following and watching those guys for the longest at this point but it was one of those I'm sorry, things, is it kind of linguist kind of linguist that's <laughs> yeah. really clever yeah and it's a real good band so you guys should definitely look it up it's really uh really solid but L-I-N-G-U-I-S-T, like that's yeah, oh, that's yeah, that's yeah. Um, that's that sublime pun. It's it's great. Um, all right, so, but you but you couldn't do it. Yeah, no, you know. because I mean it's one of those things where I did plan on doing it. It's like great, I have the time. Jackie's off too. Um, but you know, you know, yesterday Twitch announced the whole Twitch Prime thing. So if you're an Amazon Prime uh, user, you get to subscribe to a Twitch channel for free once a month, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, like, I really should be on campaigning this and doing that. And it was beneficial. But at the same time, I was like, great. I missed out hanging out, you know, with my yeah. best friend watching, you know, my favorite hip-hop artist go at it. Where are you going after this interview? After this, though, I am going to go to Kevin's engagement party and yeah. spend a bunch of time with, you know, loved ones. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And Tim will be there, right? Tim will be there. Are you going to tell Kevin that you compared it to an Ewok? Uh, I mean, you know, it's the type of thing I think Kevin already knows that. Are you going to tell Tim that he was competition? He knows this already. Are you going to ask Tim uh, what he thought of you when you first met? Yeah, you know what? I think I will. You though. should ask that, him that. that I'd, really, I'd really like yeah. to know how, how that, uh, how that yeah. goes. But um, going back to just the two of us, yeah, I mean, yeah. we don't have to be constantly talking 24-7. I remember, though, the time... That uh, the year that almost broke, quote unquote, broke us apart when really it wasn't anything. We just like to make that joke was uh, when I heavily got invested into Counter Strike. Okay. There was a year in high school where, you know, I was already doing FPS gaming and whatnot. I believe it was sophomore year. I started gaming like on Xbox Live and I was like, whoa, this is awesome. I don't get to just play against my uncles in the land. Like, I get to play against other people. This is so cool. And um, I was doing really well. I was ranked high when leaderboards counted more back then, right? And I got roped into a clan, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, whoa, what is this? Like, I get to join a crew, and yeah. we get to have these practices, and I get to learn these strats. But, so we but, go Tim, other but Tim wasn't along for the ride. So Tim, like, he wasn't, like, a hardcore FPS person at all. Yeah. And it was one of those things, like, after school, he'd, you know, like, yo, we're hanging out. What are we doing? I'm like, nah, man, I got to go home. I got to scrim, you know, I got, I got to, I got to climb versus clan match and all that kind of stuff. And so during that whole year, it just consisted of Tim being like, let's hang out. And I was like, nah, I got to scrim. Like I got, was Tim a counter-strike widow? He was. So what changed that? Like, did it strain your relationship? Uh, no, I mean, we didn't hang out as much, but it was one of those things that we always hung out at school and honestly, all throughout, it's it's starting freshman year. Every summer and every winter break, I would just pack up my stuff and be like, "All right, guys, like, all right, fam, like, you guys know where I'm going. I'm going to Tim's for like two ah. months. I'll be back." So in the middle of that, you still spent a lot of time even yeah. living with him. Uh, yeah. But so there wasn't really any huge strain there. I mean, no. did he ever feel rejected? Actually, I know you guys are you, you joke a lot, but did he did he miss no. you? No. God, okay. I'm glad to hear that. But no. that's the closest you ever got. You've pretty much yeah. constantly been in contact. What's something about Tim that nobody knows? Ooh. I mean, I think a handful of people or even mildly close to him know this, but he has a, a truckload of great ideas that he always hesitates on. That's interesting. Yeah. Can you expound on that? I mean, it's just one of those things that we kind of became perfectionists, right? 
Uh, I mean, in high school, we wanted to, whenever we had an opportunity, like a class project, we always went up to the teacher and was like, hey, can we make a video out of this? Like, we wanted to always just make cool, ridiculous, stupid videos. Okay. And then eventually put this on the internet. But we had just like a treasure trove of ideas, and it was just one of those things where it was just like, it was never 100% perfect, you know, in our eyes, especially in Tim's eyes. Yeah. And so there were just a lot of things that we just never did. So. Tim's hard drive right now is full of just like partial, like half done, not even completely finished projects. That might have satisfied most mortals, oh, but not definitely. Tim. Like we dressed up Curran to look like Eggman and put him in a shopping cart and dressed up Tim to look like Sonic. And we were going to do a whole like in real life Sonic the Hedgehog thing in high Why school. Why is this not because available to the people of the earth? It wasn't like exactly what we wanted you know what i mean and during that time i was still learning how to work a camera tim was learning you know how to get his visual effects skills up and it's just like that's yeah what what drives tim crazy about you um i think it's the fact that i'm not fully utilizing my potential do you mind expounding on that if you're uh, i mean it was one of those things where like when i jumped out of ign i was twitch streaming right mm-hmm. and he was like well, why aren't you youtubing why aren't you doing patreon too as well you know what i mean it was, it was those type of things and even now it's like i'm doing patreon i'm doing youtube i'm, I'm doing twitch streaming why am i not podcasting mm-hmm. you know like it's these type What's, of things are, do you feel that you're not realizing your potential i do i do definitely I've, why do you think that is uh, I think it's just one of those things I'm always in conflict with myself and even Jackie got to the point where she's like, you're just making excuses where I'm just like, whoa, do I spend four hours a day making this YouTube video, right? And then streaming for six hours or I just stream for 12 hours straight up, right? Mm-hmm. Because when I stream, it's more of just like, all right, I stream and I see like instant payback for that mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, YouTube, that's a grueling grind, right? Mm-hmm. Spend four hours a day, make a video, having fun doing it, but put it up, get like a thousand views, ten thousand views, you know, mm-hmm. just like that. But you know, keep grinding, keep doing it. When I just like, oh, I just stream twelve hours a day, you know, like yesterday I streamed eight hours, got fifty subs. It was a good day. But you feel that doesn't represent stretching yourself? I mean, I don't know. You know, it's one of those things where like I know how to make that content, mm-hmm. and it's like I feel, well, I feel like, I don't know, feel almost lazy to a point. Where I'm like, why am I not doing that? You, know? you don't seem lazy to me, but but you're but I that's, but you can definitely I, actually, always that's, do more. I should be listening instead of talking here. Actually, this is one of those cases <laughs> where I was a bad interviewer, um, because you told me earlier that you feel like what makes Tim's uh, criticism often so authoritative is he tells you what you already know, yeah, or you feel like you already know. Mm-hmm. Do you feel this is one of those cases? Yeah, I do feel like it. I feel like it's one. It's, it's all trying to balance things, right? Mm-hmm. Where I do. Feel like all right, maybe stream for twelve hours and then work on you know make something uh, on for YouTube for like four hours a day, but it's just one of those things where like I cherish the time that I have with Jackie right now because I know eventually we'll be even further into our careers and then you know further into the whole adult thing. So it's one of those things where like yep, streamed eight hours and I just want to spend good quality time. Well, let me ask you a hard question here. Then are you? Do you think? that you're not acting up to your potential or do you think you're acting up to the potential that you'd rather have? Cause time is most important too. How do you actually feel about that? What are your thoughts or are you conflicted? Uh, I mean, I'm happy. So at the end ah. of the day, like that's all that matters, right? Like the fact that I am happy. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's all about balance. You know what I'm saying? So 
it'd be one of those things where maybe I could start streaming and then figure out how to because you could stream and record at the same time. I just need a more like I have a powerful rig, but at this point I need a second rig, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a dual PC setup. Yeah. Maybe invest into that, and then like it'll take longer for me to transcode all the all the uh, footage and whatnot. If I want to start podcasting, spending time with Jackie, maybe we just podcast about random stuff together. So you, you feel I mean? like you so, could be doing more, but. At the same time, you're okay. This is interesting. Yeah, so it's a constant like roundabout. By the way, I appreciate, like, the, I appreciate the transparency. Head, We're like, kind of getting a look into your head here. Yeah. What's Tim's answer? If you got like when you go to Tim tonight. And if you were to say, Tim, Jared and I were talking on the show, and he asked me this question, and I said, all these things you just said to me, what's Tim going to say to you? Tim's like, why aren't you doing it? <laughs> like, why, like, why aren't you doing it? You know how, why aren't you doing it? Hmm. So, yeah. All right, let's switch around the other way. Is there a time that you ever really helped Tim? Ooh. I mean, I think it's just not a time where I majorly helped him. I think mm-hmm. it's always been like a small helping hand. Can you expand in, on that? In terms of just like if he, you know, needed someone to help out with this project or if he needed a perspective or if he needed someone to co-host or needed someone to do that. You know what I mean? It was always just like – it was never like, all right, Alfredo, help me out with this big, tremendous, life-changing thing. It was always just like I can always go to him. Mm-hmm. I can always go to Alfredo for, you know, pretty much anything that he's capable of doing. Hmm. And so that's always been like my role for him. So your relationship to your father wasn't what you wanted it to be. Your family no. at times was sometimes there was, some, you know, your mother tried to run over your father with a car. I actually try to. There's actually so much more to that whole father story. Yeah, I think I think we need to have you back to talk about yeah. that one day. I, yeah. I think that, that sounds like a pretty amazing story, too, if you don't mind. No, uh, no, not at all. But what I want to ask you about Tim is on this. So he served in a role that, that you felt like you wished your parents had kind of been in. Mm-hmm. You've also talked about having children at the beginning of the show someday. Yeah. What about Tim is going to make you a better father? Ooh. I think it's not so much about Tim that will make me a better father. This is kind of going off track in terms of like what would make me a better father is uh, my good friend and former boss at IGN, Darren Brazil. Yeah? I really look up to Darren and his parenting skills. Really? Yeah. Okay. He just seems like, you know what I mean? It's You, you, you take a glance into his life, right? The yeah. social media and you just see, I don't know, I just see a lot of things that I would want for Jackie and myself, right? And Darren. Yeah. Yeah, Darren's a great guy. Uh, well, yeah. I, we're going to have Darren on the show one day. Yeah, um, definitely. Good uh, choice. That's, that's ab- Oh, that's absolutely happening. So, final thing here. Mm-hmm. Um, you and Tim live very public lives. Most people don't live their lives, their professional careers, as faces on a camera, voices over footage. But very you and Tim true. both do. What's it like being someone who does that, that's friends with someone who does that, that's kind of been your adult life. Um, If you and Tim didn't do that, Mm. if you and Tim weren't professional personalities, Mm. just paint me a a mental imaginative picture. Where are the two of you right now as friends? What would you be doing? Uh, I mean, if I never got into being a personality, I'd still be in school trying to be a dentist. No kidding. Yeah. (laughs) You'd be you'd be being a dentist, and what would what would Tim be? Honestly, to be completely honest, there is nothing that Tim would have done besides this. Really, because like since the first day I met him, it was just in his blood to like make content, be like produce things, and mm. he always had a vision for it. 
And that's his thing. That's yeah. just what he's going to do. Yeah. He was always he was always born for that. So even if he was never in front of the camera, he would at least have been behind it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. He would have at least been that. in production. He'd been making something somewhere. And you'd yeah. be a dentist. Yeah, oddly enough. Oh, you have great teeth. Well I, well, I grew up like wanting to help people. I originally wanted to be a neurosurgeon. And then I realized like with my broken family that that career wasn't going to allow me to spend time and, you know, hold a family tight, you know, together. Mm -hmm. So uh, I eventually started um, uh, being a dentist, dental assistant for my aunt's dentistry. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I was doing that for you. It was actually my first job. And I just grew to love it. I know it sounds weird, but I like, you know, using my hands and being precise with them. I can totally see you as a dentist. It just worked. You ever think about going back and doing it? Uh, I have actually, you know, now that like, I'm doing Twitch and everything like that, and it's it's awesome. It's fulfilling. But I'm looking. I'm at the point of my life where I'm like, all right, let's look at the bigger picture when it comes to you know, all that. I'm like, well, that would be also fulfilling. More of a quieter, you know, uh, path to take. Well, you could just live stream oral surgery. This is very true. You'd be there in the mouth, just kind of commenting over it. Yeah, merge the worlds together. It's like, okay, so I'm into the root canal now. Oh, there's a little. Spurt of blood. Exactly. Just, uh, I can give them a list of games that they could beat me one on one. They get a discount <laughs> on the dental, like you know, saying you could just put it together, piece it together, make it a thing. I wonder, you know, uh, uh, Jackie's uh, she's going back to uh, back to school to be uh, a nurse. Yeah. Uh, you're talking. One you guys going to be nurse. a med- are you guys going to be a, a medical family? Uh, we'll see. I Is think it? I think for me, like my heart could easily be there, but it's just I've had way too much fun doing this, uh-huh. you know. Well, thank you for telling us about Tim. Uh, yeah. I really appreciate it, Fredo. Yeah, I, think, I think I'm going to have you back on to, to ask about uh, to basketball because it sounds like there's a heck of a story on the other side of this. Oh yeah, there's a whole part too. too. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think it's been it's been fun. Thank you for having me on here. I'm I know Tim talks it. about me and everyone was like, "Oh my god, I heard this story." So it's 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 very fun to be able to tell. Well, we're a, not quite done with the questions other half. Me. Yeah, we got some questions from the audience here. Let's I'm hear them. I'm going to pull these up. So the first question here is from uh, Tim Gettys. Uh, uh, who asks why did he paint his nails black in high school? Uh, that was purely to impress a girl at the time. Yeah, did it work? Um, it did, but more so, I kept up with it because I have this very terrible habit of like biting my nails. Oh, yeah, I got that from my uncle when I was little, and I kept up with it because it actually stopped me from doing that. No kidding, because the nail polish. Yeah, because yeah, nail polish. I was like, I. Uh, I I occasionally paint my paint my toenails for fun because it's fun. I just love it. I absolutely <laughs> I'm good love at it. it. I keep yeah. telling Jackie that I'm good at it, and I can actually paint her nails if she wanted me to. Our second question is from Tim Gettys, who yep. asks, uh, "Why does he say he doesn't like sweet, but really does?" Uh, it was one sweet. of those things where I was very selective, like with my sweets. Where it was like everyone's like, "I love cake," and I love this, and I was like, "I don't like those types of things." So I just got to the point where I was like. Well, I only do like one or two candy. What are pieces. they? Um, Snickers. Okay. And well, Twix. I mean, if you're going to eat one candy, Snickers is a yeah, really good go It's go-to. really good. Snickers good. But that's literally like all I did. You know, it was just, it was that. I mean, and then like, I was like, oh, we'll do Coke, you know, you know, Coca-Cola too. And I was like, oh yeah, keep fine. Yeah. Oh, so actually, so is this a case where Tim's telling the truth and you're in denial or is, and you just don't like cake, but you like all other sweets? Well, I just, I didn't really like that many sweets. It was a very, you know, smaller percentage compared to most people. Calvin wants to know what it was like running a coffee shop with Tim. Uh, shenanigans. In the sense of like, we had, you had two, 
young people running a business who had no idea how to run a business. So you guys actually ran the business? We did. Can you talk I a little s- more about this? Uh, I mean, a lot of people at this point know the story, but it got to the point where we were doing such a good job and we were available all the time that the owners were just like, all right, just do it yourself. So, you know, we restocked, we reordered, I set the schedules, you know, and I kind of just ran the business and then Tim was always running it too with me. And it was, did, it, did it survive? It did. Well, eventually, like, you know, it got bought out or whatever, but. But yeah. you did that. I, I did we, not we know kept that. It running during that time, I had no idea, yeah. no clue. And you mentioned shenanigans. Any anecdotes to share? It's just the type of things where, you know, we or at least <laughs> Tim had the hardest time making specific drinks. Like he'd always forget uh, the caffeine shots and like mochas and stuff like that. Could people tell that so, the caffeine wasn't there? Oh, of course. You can yeah. always tell if it's a hot chocolate compared to a mocha. Uh, so Tim would always try and sneak by. You know, I'd have to distract, and Tim would sneak by and try to like. Toss it Add in. Add it in. You did distractions while. Yeah. Man, I'm just now. I'm like, wow. Coffee, like coffee shop guys. They're, they're like prestidigitators. Like <laughs> they're, they're like like magicians. We just, you know, we just had to. It was more or less like us fucking up running a business and trying to cover it up. So those sounds like a great television series. I always watch this. Uh, we have two Patreon producers on the show. Uh, people who give very generously. I mean, we have. A, a, a huge number of people that give generously, but a couple of Patreon feeling. producers that, that go name. One of those is Robert Nieder. The other is Xavier Sandemont Tremblay, both of whom I want to thank right now. But Xavier has a question for you. Mm. He says to ask you why you quit hula dancing. Uh, I mean, it was fun and I enjoyed it and I got to travel, but I don't know. It was just one of those things where I wanted to transition into other stuff. It took a lot of time. Yeah. A lot of time practice. Uh, two, three times a week, even more if we had a show. Um, and it sounds like time's kind of kind of at a premium for you right now, right? It is. It is. But, I mean, back then it was one of those things where I was like, oh, I want to start working and I want to start, you know, purchasing stuff for myself and, and, and having more free time and not being so, like, obligated to, you know, such mm-hmm. a strict schedule. So I just uh, recorded Jackie, mm-hmm. uh, but I think mm-hmm. actually your episode may end up going first. I'm not sure. Anyway, it's a similar question, but I want to ask you the same one. Because uh, okay. it's coming up a lot here. People want to know how you two met. Ah. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, we were friends for a while. And it was just one of those things where we were friends. But in my eyes, Jackie was just like this majestic creature in which I had no idea why she even gave me like the peace of mind. She was just my dream girl in my head. Okay. Now I have to ask you something. When I asked uh-huh. Jackie this question, she said we were both friends for a while, then goes on. Yeah. When I asked you this, you said we were both friends for a while and goes on. How did you become friends for a while? Where did that start? Like, where did you first notice one another's existence? Uh, I mean, honestly, it was just one of those things where we're both, you know, in, um, the same space right you know uh, the gaming media mm-hmm. and so you know from there you meet and we're friends and we we talked a little bit now and then and then it just got to a point one week where you know we we talked and then we talked the next day and then we talked the next day and then the next day is this I, all through social media yes okay and then jackie was like we should game sometime and i was like yes i would definitely like you might have like yes 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 I'm like, all right play it cool and i was like all right i would love that and then, but you're just like, she, why is this woman interested in talking to me for any no, reason? No, it was one of those things where I was like, "All right, Alfredo, she's giving me the time of day. This doesn't mean anything. This doesn't, this, you know, this doesn't amount to anything more than a friendship. But 
you know, play it cool. <laughs> and so Jackie chose the game. Your inner monologue is hilarious. And so <laughs> she she chose Counter-Strike, which I found out later she chose Counter-Strike because she knew I loved FPS gaming and she wanted to impress me. She didn't That's do adorable. she didn't do that well. But neither of us did, and it didn't matter. Did you have to carry her? Uh, I mean, I'm a console gamer. Well, now I'm a very much heavy into like PC, mouse, and right. keyboard. But during the time, I was very heavy just console. Yeah. And so I was terrible, too. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I was terrible, What too. does she carry you in? Ooh. I mean, it'd be wow if she would play with me. All right. Be now, World of Warcraft. Now we're doing this off-camera thing. Again. Yeah. Like, she's over there in the It'd corner just throwing stuff their way. Uh, one, more, uh, one more question here. Um, uh, from Jake James, uh, what's the goofiest thing to happen to you in real life that embarrassed you? Goofiest thing to happen to me in real life that embarrassed you? Something embarrassing that you can uh, tell us about. Uh, so you're just like, uh, so I'd probably just off the top of my head, hula. It was during a performance, uh, ethnic dance festival at the San Francisco Palace of Fine Arts. I was front center lead and I just completely blanked out and just did not know where I was in the dance and then just, just vanished proceeded. in the middle of it. Well, like, I mean, I was mind front. Is, right, but your my mind, mind is gone. My mind was like, just, just gone like... and I was like, "Wait, where am I?" Yeah. Shit, like how do I even catch up? I can't look behind me. Yeah. And then so I just started making stuff up. You and just like, started making up the dance? Not making up the dance, more just like, I'm just going to do moves and routines that I know, but, you know, I have no idea where Is we're at right now. Is everyone dancing behind you just in horror? Oh, like, at that point, they're just like, we have no idea what the hell he's doing. Like, we don't know what he's doing, but he's doing something. So you just went full Napoleon Dynamite with backup dancers right yeah. there on the stage. Yeah. That's a pretty great moment. Yeah. But it's one of those things where just like even like you know when when you're doing I don't know let's play our podcast like if you mess up don't bring attention to it just keep going just keep going like that yeah Andrew Nickel uh, wants to thank someone he says I'd like to thank all my volunteers who've helped me raise money and make Extra Life for Kids a big success in Raleigh North Carolina that is awesome yeah that is really yeah. awesome uh, another thank you uh, from Nick thanks to my father William my best friend's father who passed away last week he's the funniest and most loving person. I've ever met. Uh, then from uh, Jamin Gray, I'd like to thank my dad for selling a strong desire to never stop learning and reevaluating my worldview. Hmm. From Nick, thanks to my wife, Audrey, for being such a force in my life and doing so much with our new little family. Hmm. Jesse says, thanks to my friend, Eric Johnson, for answering all my baby questions. In two weeks, I'll be a dad. <sighs> Uh, yep. So there's uh, there's some thank yous to people in the uh, from the audience to people in their lives. We do that every now and then. And oh, that's awesome. Oh, I love it. I it's 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 great people. Everybody's yeah. got a story to tell. And oh, uh, definitely. Let's love that. So, yeah. are you ready for instant noodles? I am. The lightning round. Give it to me. By the way, guys, if you've got a good instant noodles question, you can always send it to mail at pocketsfullofsoup.com. That's mail at pocketsfullofsoup.com. Any instant noodles questions, ideas you have, throw them that way. You can also join the Pockets Full of Soup Facebook group where you can talk about these and other questions and ideas and get a, uh, get oh, access to some other things we're going to throw on there. Uh, of course, and, you know, there's patreon.com slash jerrypetty where uh, you can send me uh, uh, support, and I hope you do. Do um, it. And is this the part we man. do like that? Yeah, it is helpful. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, I mean, come on, Jared. Like, I don't know how many podcasts I've done, but I was like, this, I got to be here. 
What's that? Oh, you're so sweet. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We'd you always up, we'd make the time. If anytime. you do end up having your podcast, can I come on? Oh, definitely. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I invited myself. It yeah. was fun. No, no, no. No need. You'd be first ten for sure. Oh, thank first you. First ten episodes. Probably first five. Bless you. Thank you. Yeah. Here we go. Number one. What mm-hmm. is best sandwich? Okay. So I'd have to go with uh turkey bacon ranch, but ideally it'd be chicken parm. But like chicken parm and SF, you know the place across the street from IGN costs like, cost like fifteen bucks. Americans is closing. <gasps> that makes sense. You can't charge. Can't, you can't consistently charge fifteen dollars for chicken parm, like, and expect the business to keep running. Now, to be fair, that was a really good chicken it was parm. So good, <laughs> so good. But, but it, it was, was a very expensive. It was an arm away. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I like the food at Americans, but I couldn't go eat there. It was yeah. expensive. Just because you can afford it doesn't mean you should buy it. Yeah. It was, oh, but uh, although I am, uh, they're actually Americans is probably closed mm-hmm. by the time this goes up. I am a fan of of the. Brandon Street Cafe, just around the corner from IGN. Yep. Good, affordable food run by nice people. Yeah. Uh, I really like those guys. So, oh, yeah. Brandon Street Cafe, good stuff. Um, what's the best song written in the last 100 years? Ooh. Ooh. Yep. It's the best song written in the last 100 years, Alfredo. There's there's a handful. Yeah, but you got to pick one because it's lightning round. Okay. So. Ooh. I promise you'll only be judged slightly by our audience for your decision. Uh, <laughs> um, enemies with benefits by kind of linguists. Ooh, okay. Then you're back to kind of linguists. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, that's second. a good one. Wow. All right. Yeah. So, enemies with benefits yep. by kind of linguists. That's yep. the best song in the last 100 years. Yeah. I do not know the song. I'm going to have to listen to this. What's the first word you think of when you hear the sound of your own voice? Oh man. Uh. First word I think of. Yep. Say a word. Unfit- right? Just, just say something. Unfitting, speak. like in an inappropriate mismatch. Mismatch. That's yeah. the word. Mismatch. You yeah. don't feel like what comes out of your mouth fits you? Because I look like a. I'm streaming. I look like a 17 year old camboy, but then I sound like this. Like hello. Like I'm, hello. Hi. Hello there. Hi. I had, I had one person jump on my uh, Twitch chat like uh, a couple weeks ago, and they were just like, so you just faking your voice? And I'm like, man, I've been doing this for like six years. I can't keep up a, 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 something like that for no, that long. No, this is just how you talk. Yeah. I've been around you a lot. No. Makes no sense. You tickle him, he still giggles at I wish the same I could grow tone. a beard and make it match a little more, but you I can't. Tickle him, watch, he's going to just, oh, he does, he's not ticklish <laughs> down there. Oh, there it was. That was pretty good. That's a little Pillsbury Doughboy right there. Which fa- Let's see. Uh, which favorite flavor ice cream? Ooh, mint chocolate chip. Oh, but mm-hmm. I've been I've been really liking vanilla bean lately. You know, Jackie said the same thing about the mint chocolate chip. Yeah, it works out very well. We go to movie theaters. She gets mint chocolate chip ice cream. I sneak some, but I like I, I play it cool, right? So she gets like a mountaintop. I wait till she gets down to like you know the actual cone. Yeah. Because then the mint chocolate chip with you know the cone. Yeah. That's where it's at. It's a good blend. Yeah. All right. So you just wait till she gets. The oh, I wait till she gets to the prime. You know, uh, ice cream eating position. If you could travel through time and meet one person, who would you visit? Ooh. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. You yeah. go back in time and meet like younger Michael Jordan? Yeah. Or would you go forward in time and meet older Michael Jordan? I would meet probably second championship Michael Jordan. Second championship. Why yeah. why that period of time? I don't know. I feel like it'd be very interesting to meet someone who like is successful at what he's so successful at what he's doing, mm-hmm. so driven mm-hmm. and so focused. 
I feel like I could learn a lot from that. And it's fascinating that you want to meet him when he's in the midst of it. Yeah. Instead of when it, that is intriguing. Yeah, definitely. I, that is a great thought. I, I love feel that. like if I was able to meet him and just sit down for like a day or two, I yeah. would just you pick a brain from someone's brand who's just so focused and determined. Yeah, and you want to meet him then when he's in the middle of it. Wow, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. great answer, Fredo. Uh, what's the most terrifying creature in the natural world? Spiders. Spiders. Very popular choice. That yeah. is, some of them just look wicked. Yeah. It's why do you exist? <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know. It's scary. What's your favorite word? Ooh. Yeah. What's your favorite word? Jackie. I'm just kidding. No, Jackie is my favorite word. Jackie is your favorite word. Yeah. 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 That's really sweet. It's is Jackie not, really your favorite word? It is. It's Aww. just I use it often, and it always puts a smile on my face. That's the first thing that came to mind. Who was your first kiss? I don't remember her name. Mm-hmm. It was middle school. Mm-hmm. And um, I leaned in and banged my teeth against hers. Oh, so there there we go. Yeah. Wow. So uh, Jackie told me that I'm very efficient in the ways of kissing. So uh, I'm glad I learned not to. Got, just, got farther along there. You know, I'm glad I learned not to go teeth first when it comes to like with Jackie. So. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. good. I know, efficient. That's interesting. I, I hear you described as efficient. I'm just kind of imagining Jackie being, just being there like an inspector. Like your efficiency is, you're efficient and sufficient. Yes. Like, just kind of walking away. This like, kiss pleases me. I don't know why I'm why she suddenly has a Russian accent <laughs> when I did it. That was kind of kind of strange. I don't know why I did that. My apologies to Jackie who does not have a Russian accent. <laughs> why did I do that? Oh, I do it all the time. Don't even worry. Okay. Uh, Cake or pie? Ooh, pie. Yeah, because you told yeah. me earlier. You didn't apple like pie. Not a fan of cake. Yeah, apple pie. Yeah, I was always the kid that had a cake at his birthday but never ate it. That's fascinating. Yeah, sounds depressing, mm. but really not. It's for somebody else. Final one. I. What's one question you have for me? So, where would you want to take all this? <laughs> I get that one. Uh, I get that one a lot from people. Um, right now, right here, yeah, and then, um, and then iterative, iterative experiments uh, toward other things. I really, really enjoy writing, mm. and I'd like to find a way to integrate this more and more into the written word, which is something I love very much. Makes sense. Um, so that's one place I want to take it. Uh, there are other things I like to talk about, and other personalities I like to talk uh, about things with, and I'd like to find ways to to make those conversations. Uh, available to people mm-hmm. and to be challenged by them. I like lifelong learning. I'd like to work education into this somehow mm. eventually. Um, those are all angles that have come to mind. Uh, and then some of these little weird experimental things that I throw out there now, uh, Patreon exclusive podcast. We just spent 40 minutes talking about potatoes. Um, that was not entirely by, by accident. I, I like foodie type stuff. I'm dieting right now. It's a, it's an interesting topic. I've thought about that. Uh, I'm kind of all over the map. I want to do more, with pizza and dinosaurs, which is um, mm. the kind of, hey, you guys decide what happens next in the story thing. Yep. Um, I think I may do more with that eventually. Uh, and then I got some other stuff that I'm not ready to talk about yet that mm. I've been thinking about. So lots, I, I'm my mind never rests. Um, it's mostly, again, a matter of uh, of how the time works and the energy works, making yeah. sure that I, no, you know, balance. right now, I'm, everything's appearing on time, Like, but mm-hmm. I, I want to make sure that I keep 
what I'm doing sustainable um, uh, yeah. in the middle of all this. Yeah. Uh, make sure I've got the time to get it done and do it right. So. Oh, all right. That's my answer I'm for right now. looking forward to that. Thank you. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. But, yeah, uh, writing, I mean, um, anybody out there from any large publishers uh, that, or small publishers or any publishers that wants to offer me, uh, you know, a, a book deal, uh, please mail at pocketsfellowship.com. Um, yeah, that's uh, – I would – is there going to be a book signing? Can I – if I have a book deal, there? there will definitely be a book signing. Even would you, if it's just would me you not shut me away? <laughs> I will not shut you away. You're welcome to come. Um, but thanks for asking. And thanks for coming on. I'm oh, no, this you. is fun. So everybody can find you. Let's get these places that they can come see you. Uh, Alfredo Plays on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, uh-huh. Patreon. Yep. The whole nine yards. And you just mentioned, um, well, I guess Twitch Prime is going to be going to be old by the time this goes up, probably. It'll be a few weeks in. Yeah. Um, but how but does that help People will still be learning about it. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Um, essentially, a lot of people have Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, you get to subscribe to a Twitch streamer for free every month, along with a ton of other perks. Like you get in-game loot. You mm-hmm. get uh, Twitch Tribble. So like ad-free. And you get money when they do this. I do. Yeah, That's yeah. kind of cool. They don't take anything away from me whatsoever. There you so, go. I mean, I think it's awesome. Just wow. yesterday alone, we got 50 new subs just because of I, Twitch Prime. I have an Amazon Prime account. I did not know about Twitch Prime. Guess what's going to happen when I get the show? It's going to go to you. Oh. Right, that's what's gonna happen. And you get a go. Pokeball because my sub badge is a Pokeball. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I'm gonna subscribe to you. Yeah, all awesome. right, that's awesome. I'm very happy. My catch, Jared. Yeah, he's got got to catch them all. All right. Hey, thank you so much for coming on. No, this is Bless fun. You, dude. Thanks this so much. Fun. Have Great. fun at uh, dinner with Tim and Kevin tonight. I shall. It'll be a long night. All right. Yeah. And uh, until next time. Oh, very soon. Bye-bye, everybody.